bingo boom shakalaka. This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, August 10th, 2021, episode 343. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and our friend Jonesy. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig, your illustrious host. Our website is InfectionPodcast.com. If you'd like to follow me on various social media platforms, you can do that at NickCraig.net. If you want to check out my radio show, you can go to NickCraig.com. You can listen to me each and every weekday morning. You can also download the podcast, the Wilmington's Morning News Podcast, if you'd like to check in on that. Joining me, as he does each and every week, with a... uh, a long sleeve shirt, not a graphic tee. But I know. Well, I did up. tug it up because it gets gets warm in here, so I did yeah. definitely pull I'm, it up. I'm wearing yeah. my uh, trusty Overwatch shirt as I. Uh, oh yes. Took a shower this afternoon. I was like, oh, look at that for put it on for the podcast because like well, I won't wear it in public. Uh, joining me, Brian oh, with an eye, Aldrich. Hello, Mister Brian. How are you? I am doing very well. And uh, first of all, let's get away with with all the intro information. If you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gavin Parlor, uh, make sure you go to our website, though, InfectionPodcast.com, because we have a lot of different ways to come and, and connect with us there. Uh, first of all, we have our Discord server. If you want to get a hold of us, I really encourage you just to check it out. Um, we have a news channel on there. If you think there's a topic we need to cover, jump on there, submit it in the news topic channel, and we uh, will work that out. Uh, if it's something that's relevant, we'll put it in the notes. Um, also, we have our Steam group. I did test today, sending it 45, actually now 55 minutes ago. I never saw it pop up on mine, but who knows? Maybe it works sometimes. Uh, we have our YouTube forms. So those are our video forms. We have YouTube, uh, Twitch, BitChute, and DLive. Those are all recorded live, uh, and you can watch those live, but also they're after the fact for most of them. Some of them will drop off after a certain number of days. Uh, we have our audio forms at the lower right. So whatever platform you want to use, uh, device you want to use, there's a lot of different ways to listen. Uh, and the RSS if you, is the last resort, works with tons of different products. Um, if you're going to do that, I encourage you to follow along with the show notes. And you can do that by just clicking on the episode that you're going to listen to. And on there will be a video player, an audio player, all the links that we use to discuss, uh, that we use to come up with the topics that we discuss and uh, you can follow along with videos uh, maybe there's images whatever it is that really helps especially if you're listening so uh, if you want to support the show just go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support and on there we have a lot of different ways prime game uh, our prime gaming subs which you heard in the intro we have our humble bundle uh, we have amazon uh, we have amazon which if you're doing purchases and then uh, we have what is it uh, what's the other one uh, subscribe star Subscribe star. I don't know why I always forget that I set up and nobody used. Um, th- th- I want to thank our <laughs> friend uh, UGX Vibe and Jonesy for hitting us up with some resubscriptions. I believe UGX Vibe is our sub leader, Brian, at 42 months. I mean, that's oh, wow. that's that's an incalculable Insane. amount. Of, it's an incalculable amount of time. I can't even begin to contemplate how long that is. Um, thank you very much, Bob. It is greatly appreciated. Well, we can think H1Z1 was probably still very active and alive at that time. I mean, that's, no, it wasn't. Tells you. We haven't been doing sure? Twitch. Sub- yeah, I'm positive. I remember when we started Twitch subs. Oh, is that? Did we set it up too late? <laughs> yeah, I think so. The, uh... You got to remember, H1Z1 is really only about what eight months, <laughs> nine months. I know. And then, uh, man, look what happened. Isn't that yeah. ridiculous? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, pretty crazy. Well, um, yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, all those fun things. Check that stuff out. Um, all right, Brian, we've got a, a lot of stuff to get into, but before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about yes. a game that I had the opportunity to play. I can't. I mean, there's an NDA or whatever for X Defiant, the new Ubisoft game that we talked about. Yeah. Um, played it actually a lot over the weekend and played a couple games this afternoon as well. Um, it's a good, it's pretty good. It. And you're playing feels, it on PC? Is yep, that what you're playing PC. it on? Mm-hmm. Yep. I downloaded it, can, the, now people that are testing it, can they play it on the consoles as well? Or is this test I only th- on PC? I think the PC test is the first one that they did. You can sign up oh, for okay. a console test. But I think PC, as normally, PC is kind of their first test and they can figure out. Probably um, the easiest because they don't have, first of all, all the, the things that to get something onto a console, yeah. the, the testing. It's just they can roll out quick tests with PC. So they probably get the main bugs out with the PC test and then go to console to get all console specifics because it's just a pain to, to release constantly on a console. 
so we we talked a little bit about it in the past, and there's not really any articles about it because anybody that has access to it can't publish what they're doing. Um, so we talked a little yeah. bit about it in the past. It's kind of a mix between Overwatch, CS:GO, and Call of Duty. Um, all of the game, at least the game modes that are available, are all objective based. One of them is kind of a dom- Call of Duty domination style. Three points, you hold them. You know, goes up to a certain uh, point limit. Another one is kind of a mix between a kill confirmed. It's kill confirmed, but then also kill the leader. That's rather interesting. Um, there's one that's kind of like search and destroy where you're trying to stop an upload or something. You're trying to stop a, you go up to assist a terminal and stop a computer upload. Um, it's fun. It's got yeah. the class style of overwatch where you pick, a, you pick a class, then you pick some abilities and then you pick a weapon loadout. So it's a little more advanced so it's to get a little more of that variety. Right. Yeah. So you can pick up. Call of Duty is not very. There's not a lot of variety. I mean, you you have slightly different guns. Yeah. But there's not a lot of variety other than that. I mean, now they have a few perks and things which help, but not anything like uh, Overwatch. And it and part of the Overwatch, there's kind of your ultimate ability, if you'll call it that, which changes based on who your class is. So it's got the and and uh, maybe it's okay. It's probably not really much. It's not the only way it's like CS:GO kind of is the constant. Not that you're buying weapons, but the constant ability to change yeah, classes creating. and things like oh, that okay. that you can that you can do, which I guess you can also do in Overwatch. But I more commonly think of that with CS:GO, where you just every time you respawn, yeah. you're kind of changing or you're you selecting what you want to do. Yeah, you can, you can do that every single time, which is neat. Um, so overall, it's it was a lot of fun. It's yeah. very much it feels like a Tom Clancy game. The movement mm-hmm. is not anywhere near as fluid as Call of Duty. Uh, I yeah. made the huge mistake of playing some X Defy and then jumping into Call of Duty, and oh my god, I was atrocious at Call of Duty. I had to stop playing because I was so I got used to the movement style and everything, and it was like holy shit, I can't even play Call of Duty right now. It's just totally different. Um, hmm. I'd highly recommend people go sign up for the beta if they haven't already. I had a really really good time playing it. Very well, good. felt very much like Overwatch. Jump in, play three or four games and jump out uh didn't play with anybody i didn't see any of my friends on my not that i have many friends on you play or you or you connect or whatever the hell their name of their launcher is yeah. um but i didn't see any of my friends playing it but it was fun it was a lot of fun so yeah. looking forward to it we ha- it's not often that you get or see a studio the size of ubisoft releasing something that is comparable to a call of duty a battlefield and overwatch um, I yeah. trying to think the, I mean, yeah, I guess you would say rainbow six would probably be the last game. That's as close to that. I know that the, um, siege was relatively popular, but that was kind of a more, that was a very objective based game. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Hopefully hmm. it, the beta goes well for them. No crashes, never kicked out of the server. Wasn't okay. lagging. Um, it seemed well and polished. Don't know how much it's going to cost. Not sure if it's going to be free because I just didn't look. Would yeah. probably. Well, I, yeah, spend... I think it is free. It's free to play. If I remember correctly, when we first announced the hint that this was going to be a thing, I think they said at the time it was going to be a free to play. It, it would make sense. That, but I thought, I thought they said it was. I think I'd pay. I think I'd probably pay forty dollars for it. Definitely wouldn't pay sixty. I'd probably pay forty for it. Um, if it's free to play, it'll be great. But I, I don't think it's a sixty dollars title because it's yeah, least, it's going to be free to play. Perfect. This game I think is going to do very yep. well. I th- as a free to play okay. game, I think this will do very well. I had a really good time with it. Um, it was fun. I like the I idea I of a little more, more variety it. on something like a Call of Duty because Call of Duty, I enjoy it, but after a while, it's just like okay, I've I've done this a million times. You know, uh, some of the modes, and I think that if you get something with just a little more variety, where I feel like I'm doing a little bit more when I'm playing, not just you know, how will I throw something or my firing, but having an ability. That's what I really like about Overwatch. You know, you sometimes in Overwatch, it's not going how you want and you switch abilities and you just, that works for you. Like for some reason, you know, just sitting there shooting a ton of rounds at somebody isn't working and you want to do something that's more like a sniper. Uh, yeah. You can't really do that in Call of Duty other because there's only like three, there's really three different fields of guns for me that I really use. And yeah. there's not a lot of variety. So Yes. All right. Um, anyway. So yeah, that's that. Can't really try it. 
can't really elaborate on anything else as I'm under a legally binding contract with our <laughs> friends over at Ubisoft. But uh, yeah, pretty much from their description, <laughs> it, it kind of fit. We, I think there was a, was there a trailer or something like that that, that came out that I think we played it very much. Yeah, they had a trailer they described. It they, as. Okay, so it wasn't off because that's the problem is sometimes they'll have a very dramatic vi- movie style trailer that show well Call of Duty, Battlefield, all of these that don't really re- well, mostly Battlefield. Battlefield's really oh. good at this. So make, oh, making worst. a movie that feels nothing like the game. I mean, it's just an intro movie, uh, and that to me. I'd rather have something that's accurate so I know what yeah. I'm getting into. Now, I will say this. I don't need to be entertained. It, go, okay, put that in the game where it's like a cutscene. Yeah. But I don't need it when you're showing what the game's supposed to be like. Now, I will say this. I assume that there was just a limited number of game modes available during the beta. There was only a few in there. So the ones I played were, were fine. I don't know what I assume. The game is going to have more stuff available. There's lots of stuff that's locked out in the menu. Uh, but all the classes seemed to be there. There was plenty of guns. Didn't really play around with that all that much but uh yeah it's fun I'll, i'm gonna continue to play it because it's kind of cool to play kind of it's got that cat the casualness of overwatch that i always talk about call of duty you're like up in the monitor at least i am like going yeah. while yes it's objective based it just it has a little bit more of that casualness that i like of overwatch um well and i think that might help like to play. my wife my wife you know started playing call of duty i'm really has gotten into it she actually me videos and clips and scoreboards all the time yes i'm fully fully aware and she's doing she's doing very well at it like she's picked up on it because she's played a lot of sniper and just whatever it's clicked for her right uh you know and that i think this would be something interesting for her to see a little bit different because she hasn't she's done pretty much sniper uh, you know rocket league a little bit but not really overwatch or some of these she doesn't know the variety of what else is out there and i think that kind of having something like this where it's close enough to you know be something that she's used to you know the, the call of duty she's played and then mm-hmm. get some of that variety in there so that she starts to experience a little of the different styles of gameplay yeah so, so I'll, I'll i'll have i'll try to get her to to try it out yeah so there you go recommend signing up for it give it a shot and uh yeah make sure you abide by your nda uh, all right now i wanted to mention something we've been talking about pax pax west uh but it's been announced that pax Australia is being canceled for 2021 and they're going to be doing an online event similar to what they did with PAX East. Uh, and I don't know if there's any of the other PAXs that have happened since that they've done online. Uh, but PAX West is supposed to be happening. I haven't heard that change yet. They haven't, li- I, I, have they still not released a list of the exhibitors? Um, they, That's what no, I keep they, hearing. No, they, I saw a tweet today. It said it was coming soon, probably next week. Okay. <clears throat> now, are, do you think they're deciding whether or not to cancel it do you think that's why they're waiting i i would be surprised if the event goes on as planned okay that's that's kind of what i'm thinking because the ratcheting by now for sure the ratcheting of restrictions and things that we've seen as of late um i would be shocked if they don't what it might be though if nope i mean i don't know how many people i mean I can we can do a real quick test right here. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I mean, can I st- can you still buy tickets? Um, oh, if they're not sale. sold out, then that's definitely packs. You can buy everything but Saturday badges. So, so the only one they've sold out is Saturday, which is normal. But the fact that you can still but do buy... you think that they've lowered the numbers? Do you think because they want people spread out? Don't you think they probably n- lower the numbers quite a bit of what they're selling? I I so would assume I so. Think that- yeah. I would think that selling out Saturday in what we're looking at right now is very different than past years of when they say they sell out Saturday. I, I would agree. But my point is the fact that you can still get Friday and Sunday yep. um, is a pretty interesting setup. And Jonesy says Sunday lineups are usually not great. No, I agree with that. And the thing, though, the PAX East is now four days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. and Monday. It's four days now. They've expanded the, the PAX comments. West or PAX East? PAX West is what I meant to say. Okay. Um, and obviously your Saturday is always going to sell. That's your big day. But the fact that Friday, Sunday, and Monday are still available and four day passes are still available means that they might not have to cancel it. If not that many people are going, they might be fine. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing is they just finished the cutoff exhibitors on, I think the 27th. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're a couple weeks out from them. 
you know, people submitting. And I bet you right now they're probably looking at the number of people that have submitted, the number of people that have, or the, or the number of uh, exhibitors that have submitted, the number of purchases of tickets. And I bet you they're looking at it right now thinking, oh, this isn't, you know, do we want to do this? Yeah. Because it's got to support itself. I mean, if they're just going to lose money, why do it? And I, I'm wondering if right now they're looking at they're losing money. I, I hope that it doesn't get canceled because I think it's uh, important I, I to have these packs. Kind of I don't want, yeah, I don't want people yeah. to you know to go out there and, and have it be canceled. Um, but it's in 24 days. I would be shocked if it happens. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Personally. So yeah, well, um, no. haven't heard anything yet, but PAX uh, Australia uh, officially was canceled. So sorry, gotcha. Joe, you're going to miss out on that. All right. Um, um, we got a lot of different categories. I, I wanted us to kind of judge where we went today. So what do you uh, think for the next I one? I think we need to talk about one of the biggest stories of the week, Brian. New World. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Another delay. Ah, so, damn. Uh, How now, I... it's not it's not like some of the delays we've seen where it's like a year. Uh, it's not that bad. But uh, I think they delayed it about a month because I think it was supposed to be getting uh, launching pretty soon. But what they've done is they changed it to September 28th. So we're looking out now. Yeah, go ahead. It says, uh, so this is what they put out on their Twitter uh, last week. We're humbled by the support New World received from players around the world through the closed beta. During beta, more than a million adventurers played. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Played more than 16 million total hours. Uh, Thanks to you. Thanks to your support, New World became one of the most watched games on Twitch. We saw that. And one of the most played games on Steam. The passion and enthusiasm you've shown for New World validates the work we've put in over the past year improving the game based on your feedback. Along the way, we you've also given us a ton of feedback that we'll use to make New World even better. We want New Worlds to launch to be as smooth and fun a, a to be a smooth and fun experience for all players, and that means making some improvements based on what you encountered during closed beta. So we're going to take a few extra weeks, keyword only a few extra yeah. weeks to smash bugs, improve stability and polish the game. New World's new global launch date is set for September 28th, 2021. This was not an easy decision to make. We know this isn't the first time we've changed our launch date in pursuit of quality and that it can be disappointing to wait a bit longer, but we want to be sure we deliver you the highest quality game possible at launch. Thank you for your support and feedback. We're listening. We'll see you in Ethereum or Anthurum or whatever. Is it Aetherum? I I don't know. I haven't heard it pronounced yet. But okay, well, so a few Ethereum, weeks, which was maybe, like three weeks. It's like three weeks. Attorney, Aternum. I think it's Aternum. Aternum. Something like that. Aternum. Yeah. Aternum. <laughs> yeah, so we'll call it Aternum. <laughs> We're going to Aternum today. Um, so this, so this uh, is fine with me because this is going to be a huge, huge, huge game as far as the world and all the stuff in it. It's not like a small little game. There's a ton of things to cover. Uh, you know, if, if they would have pushed it out six months, I would have been like, they should have known they were six months off more than, you know, a week or a couple weeks before release. Uh, with this, I bet you in the last play test they did, they probably found more bugs than they were expecting, you know, because they had a, so many people playing it. Probably they found they had a lot of stuff to go through. And I bet you that they're figuring it, it will take them that amount of time to go through, find the best, the biggest bugs that they need to squash before release and then taking the time to actually fix them. So it's not the end of the world. I'd rather, I've been trying not to watch too many videos. I haven't watched anybody play. I haven't played any recent play tests because I want to experience the game fresh. I want to actually experience the story and I want to play through it and not have played parts of the story. Like when I did the test for this, because I've owned this game, I own this game, uh, you know, so I'll get it whenever it's released right away. And uh, I've been, I only played the very early test, just getting an idea a little bit of what the graphics were going to look like, maybe what the mechanics were going to be like but nothing was story, you know? And so I've been trying to keep it to that. I, I, I love MMOs. I don't have a ton of time for them. I'm hoping this is one that doesn't do, require a huge amount of time because I know there's a lot of people looking for an MMO that you don't have to spend five or four hours a day minimum playing. Yeah. So it was previously set to launch on August 31st. It's now September 28th. So you're talking about a you know three, uh, four week delay from the end of August to pretty much the end of September. It is launching on a Tuesday, I will note. Um, yeah, which was also the 31st of August is also a Tuesday. So, I mean, <laughs> this stuff happens. I mean, I, I don't like it. I'm sure the people are, uh, are, are pissed, but if they're, I, 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 here's the thing. 
and this is going to be shocking that I'm saying this, <laughs> the fact that if it, if there wasn't big enough issues, I don't think they'd be going through the process to delay it because it's nothing but bad yeah. PR. There must have been yeah. something that's large enough where they're like, okay, hold on a second here. We need three or four more weeks to get these issues ironed out. If it's little small bugs, yeah. you go ahead with your launch, deal with it once the game comes out. But the fact that it's not, and it's, oh, it's, a, it's a short delay. I mean, they're not going to yeah. be working on it up until the day before it gets released. I mean, realistically, they're t- you're talking about maybe two extra weeks of development. By the middle of September, yeah. this game is going to have to be done. Um, you know, yeah. Very minor tweaks after that. So I, while I don't like it, I've never been a fan of game delays. I think it's short-sighted on the side of the studios. I don't think they, sh- they set unrealistic expectations, and it, all it does is piss off their community. Yeah. This is this is early access and this is part of these early launches. It happens all the time. I'm not happy with it, but I would just hope to Christ that they're not doing this for some stupid issues. People are mentioning in the chat login bugs. That that happens every, that happens when WoW doesn't mm-hmm. update. I mean, login bugs are 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 an issue. Um well, and this is one of the first I'm assuming they're using that new like whatever that new engine is. I'm tremors like Open 3D, but I think that's another project. But whatever that new uh, engine they released here a week ago to at least announced that, you know, it was going to be named that I assume it's using that, which means it's a very new engine that hasn't really been used by major products yet. Uh, I'm expecting they'll have some issues because they took a kind of an engine that didn't have networking built into it and they turned it into an MMO. And, you know, I expect issues. (laughs) I mean, that's that's like that's like the perfect recipe for issues. Is is to take uh, Cry Engine and turn it into an MMO engine. So Cram we'll it see. over on uh, YouTube. Says New World was fun. Looking forward to its release. So, so there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, this might be perfect. Thing. Okay, I just something just came to me, and someone's talking here. Uh, you know, talking about Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Wow has been having major issues. Their really? player base has been dropping like crazy. Well, first oh. of all, the scandal, and then their player base has been dropping like crazy. Uh, you know, this might be perfect timing for New World to come out. You have a lot of people that are pissed, that are wanting to leave. Some people are leaving because of the scandals and the sexual harassment stuff. Other people are leaving because they don't like the content. You got other people leaving just because all their players and a lot of people are just jumping ship on WoW. This might be the perfect time and happen just by chance. Be the ter- perfect kind of setup for New World to get a big player base right away. You have a lot of people that are just looking for something else to kind of replace that wow itch. And if it is smooth enough and close enough and, you know, doesn't just aggravate you like crazy on the first couple of days of launch, I think they can maintain a, a large player base. Get a lot of those old wild players um, that are looking for something, but looking for something new and different. You know, I bet you Amazon's the type of company that has enough money to throw at this and to keep it going. You know, it's not like they're they're going to halt development and, you know, make it to where, you know, nothing is really changing. And I think I think that this is one thing that could kind of be, you know, they're always looking for the wow killer. I don't know if it's going to be a wow killer, but I think it could be a wow replacement. I think wow is going to kill itself. And I think that it, something else is going to step in its place. Is this game subscription-based? Do you have to pay for this? I think you pay once, if I remember oh, correctly. So I, then I, don't, that's a I big, don't think there's a subscription fee. Th- that's a big win over wow, which has been the barrier to entry. I mean, how many... It's what fifteen dollars a month, twelve dollars a month, something like that to get into WoW. It's oh yeah, I mean the amount you pay for WoW over a long period of time is incredibly expensive. Um, yeah. I know I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the prices right now. I'm trying to find how much it is, but they, I think it's like not quite thirty dollars for New World is what they're going to mm-hmm. charge, like something like that. Um, okay, here we go. So they'll, they'll have a couple different editions. So they're going to sell it on Amazon or Steam. The standard edition will cost thirty nine ninety nine. Deluxe edition costs forty nine ninety nine. Um, and I, from what I remember, there's not a monthly fee. So you know, they're making the initial sales. Who knows? They might do something in game with cosmetics and things to make some oh, sure. ongoing money. I'm sure. I mean, you would almost have to. I I, I wouldn't I would really want to be in a game to. where everybody can buy in and then no money comes in after that because if it's on a continual online game like this in MMO you're they're not going to keep putting content in it if if there's not some sort of recurring income coming from it so i really hope that they do put some some form of something that they can make money on but i do like the idea of not having the monthly charge yeah you know maybe have something that 
like a season pass or something where you can earn cosmetics or, you know, I would be fine with that even in MMO. You don't really see those, but don't do the monthly fees. I just, I, I don't want to see that because you think of how much I, I haven't been playing WoW for, I don't remember how long and I still pay that stupid fee well, that, well, that's just in case I do. I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather have something where when I want to go play it, I can, and I don't have to keep turning it on, you know, because starting a subscription, ending a subscription, it's just kind of a pain when you don't have time to play a lot. So, for sure, we will see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm hoping that they uh, come up with something to and continue putting content in this game because it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Hmm. All right. Um, Do we have it? Let's see. Do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about on that? They've delayed the date, but that's pretty much the main thing that they put in there. I, I think we'll see where they go from there. Now there is. Let's. Do you want to talk really quickly about uh, some epic things, or do you, where yeah. do you want to go? Do you have a preference? All okay. on you. There's a lot of. We got some epic things coming out here. So there, all with the court case that's been happening. There's there's been things that are being released, you know, in the filings and everything, uh, and people have discovered that Epic Games is not on the current trajectory. Is not going to make a profit until 2027. Um, okay, let's. Know, people are getting all upset, but I don't really. That doesn't matter to me. You know, I, people this, are looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> this is how big companies avoid paying taxes. I know. Yeah, they're they're helping themselves probably. Um, you know, because they can make <laughs> they can write off a loss, and they make Correct. a lot of money. They make for the company itself makes a lot of money. So this is this is they, kind they of just bought countering. countering they just bought a Fortnite shopping money. mall. Yes, and turn, turning it into, into their, their office. They're not losing money. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of the eyes of the federal government, they are, and that's a very yeah. standard business practice that large companies can do. Uh, they're not yes. cheating. They're not breaking the law. It's just the way that they're able to finagle their numbers as losses, and it's an effective way to not. They are paying if they're not making a profit. They're paying zero federal income tax. Yeah, and that's and that for them is probably you know this is not a a big loss for them it's not a huge you know impact for them because they it's helping them in other ways plus they're getting a lot of people what did i say at the very beginning of the epic game store do you remember what i said they had to do build the user base get people to where they have games people have to have a bunch of games in their library to where they put a perceived value on that library of games to where they'll go purchase a game on it eventually because when they look at their steam library and they see they have 100 games over there and then they go look at their Epic library where they have no games. There's no chance they're going to go buy a game on there right away because they they feel like, well, what, if I don't end up using that, I'm wasting my money, right? Yeah. Because uh, if, if, if they're in that middle, you know, it's like, how do you leave that and start buying games here? Because you're kind of locking yourself into a platform. And I think here, if they can get enough games in there, people will finally be willing to leave Steam and start purchasing on Epic Games. And I think it's going to take them a long time. I, you know, I think that this, you know, the whole long-term strategy, I think is what is necessary to get people to stop using Steam and actually buy from Epic Games. Um, and, you know, for them, they make so much money. I, I don't think they're that distraught about this. So well, I, it's just, I think it's it on purpose. a lot of people this, this reacting. Is, yeah, this is how you, this is what having a good accounting firm looks like. <laughs> I yes. mean, this is. This is. I saw people all over the internet talking about the 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 typical epic haters were like, ah, see, I yeah. told you it was a sham, and it's like you're a, you're a jackass. You have absolutely no idea how U.S. income tax and how U.S. Uh, taxes work when it comes to corporations. Yeah. this is the most yep. common thing in the world. I know friends yep. that own small businesses that do very well for themselves and legally write off a loss every single year because they they can legally do it. It's not illegal. If it was, the IRS, believe me, Epic is a large enough company. If they were breaking the law or doing things illegal, the IRS would be padlocking their door. That's not the yeah. issue. This is this is called um, strategy. This is, <laughs> is I was going to say this is called uh, interesting accounting is how this is yeah. done. Epic is not people are looking. You, so. I did see something where they were talking about there, so there was game that was profitable. There was a game that they sold it in that whole early kind of the exclusivity titles that was profitable. Do you know which one that was? Do you, do you have a guess? Uh, yes, the zombie one has to be. No. Oh, damn. Satisfactory. 
ah, yeah, that doesn't yeah, surprise Satisfactory me. Satisfactory was, was the one that, that made a profit um, from all of those early ones. Interesting. What's the zombie? And I think one? that was kind of unexpected. Um, oh, what was that one? Sorry to put you on the uh, spot, but I, that, that one seemed to be relatively popular on Epic. Yeah, Epic. Zo- no, it wasn't Zombie U or... I know, but I'm trying to remember the name of it. Was it World War Z? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, was I think it was. The, yeah, I think was, it was. I think it was World War Z, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. So, yeah, World War Z. Um, no, I, I know that one didn't make a profit. There was a lot of people who, who played it. But, yeah, so, uh, Satisfactory is the one that really, for some reason, came out. And a lot of people purchased it and enjoyed it. And people are still... That's the one that Notch says, you know, he plays it all day. The guy who made Minecraft sits there. And if you ask him, what do you do all day? He says, I play Satisfactory. That's what he says. The life of it's a... Ridiculous. Uh... I, he, and the people people mock him make fun of me he's like i'm rich i can do whatever i want if i want to sit home and play satisfactory all day i can do that That's the, the life of, of a guy that made sold what 25 million copies of a game and then sold this studio to microsoft the uh yes one could yeah, one could doesn't need help. to work again yeah yeah it doesn't have he's to work great. again great follow on twitter um, by the way Oh yeah, that's where that's where I hear all these things because he's constantly, <laughs> you know, and he's constantly, and I deleted my Twitter account, so he maybe he's changed since then. You deleted but, your Twitter? Uh, you know, yeah. Oh, I got rid of it. You need to. I was I was sick of it. Okay. Yeah, well, on Gavin Parlor, there I am. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. No, yeah, you're good. You're no, good. we're good. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I deleted. It. So I don't really see his tweets anymore because I don't even go and browse it like on a, any other account or anything. So, uh, and if I do need to like go follow something for the show, I go do it on our account. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't have Twitter anymore. So uh, one thing also that they found from these documents is that Google was considering buying Epic Games. I saw now, that. That would have been a disaster. Well, I just per- personally, I mean, I just where I I don't. I don't think I would like where Google would go with all of Epic's products. Well, the reason I read that that it was being talked about is so that they could shut down Epic's antitrust lawsuits against them in dealing with the whole store. You buy buy the company that's threatening you with antitrust lawsuits against the federal government, and problem yeah. goes away. That's what I that's what I read into it. I mean, I could I could be wrong, but well, that's what I would do I, if I, I was. I Google. wonder. Exactly, hey, so they're it's worried like the about because it comes back on them. Oh, guy's giving you a problem. Oh, yeah, we'll swing by his house, and uh, you won't have any more problems. That's this is the this is yeah. the equivalent we'll, we'll, of we'll that. We'll buy him out. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. Well, we'll drop off uh, something nice for his kids. Yeah, this is the equivalent yeah. of that. You just buy the company that's giving you a problem. Problem solved. Well, and I think that they're probably they probably do not really want all this stuff going forward with Apple no. because if somehow Epic wins. This affects them as well because they're all doing the same thing. They're all charging oh, yeah. this 30% and they're all doing the same type of behaviors. Uh, so I would assume that a lot of this probably had, you know, if it has anything to do with that, um, then it would be to avoid issues. And it's just, you know, I Ep- Epic, I don't think, I think Sweeney would say no personally. If they did offer, and I'm assuming, assuming if they did offer, he would say especially you know even today i think they make so much money and he's happy with what he does and i think that they're changing the industry enough they would not um, sell to google i i i would be very upset if they did because google is not. not changing the industry right now they're not changing anything in gaming they're not changing much very much anywhere uh if you look at what they're really doing so they would they would not sell yeah uh, yeah i don't i just i do i couldn't see it um so that's uh that's epic and i just we'll see We'll see what else comes from this because I haven't really heard too much about the the case lately, and I, I think, think we're there. You know, they're we're waiting on that judgment. I think is right now. If I remember correctly, they presented everything. We're now waiting, and I think we'll be having in the next month or so uh, a judgment or some sort of something happening. So yeah, uh, so we'll see. Now there has been some uh, some hacking, and I didn't hear about this. Uh, and you know, I think it was pretty recent, but Intel and AMD. Uh, have been having, there's been a lot of hack attempts against those types of companies. And Gigabyte ended up getting, losing a lot of confidential information. And Gigabyte's um, also selling power supplies right now that are blowing themselves up. I watched a crazy video about that yesterday. (laughs) I I think there's two lines of theirs that are just having huge issues. Is that right? Big time issue. I watched a Gamers Nexus video on it and they're like, we have 10 of them. 
sixty percent of the seventy percent of them, whatever it was, failed during testing. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I crap. I actually quit purchasing gigabyte power supplies because I always had issues with them. Mm. I used to buy tons of power supplies. You know, when I was doing consulting, I was going through tons of power supplies, and I ended up getting rid of all in or not purchasing any more gigabyte ones because they kept failing and I, I replaced them with more reliable things. So well, they the, definitely have a lot of issues. And the big thing that came out of the, at least the gamers Nexus video that I watched, which I'd recommend people do watch is the maybe same. We can put, hey, maybe you should put a link to that in the, uh, in the notes. After, you know, Brian, this. that would be a phenomenal thing for me to do. And I will do that. Um, you know, we okay. have the platform to do that. Um, <laughs> the uh, thing that was the most interesting about it was, same power supply, same skew, different capacitors, mm-hmm. different MOSFETs on the inside, which is not how mass production works. You have well, your I wonder if they ran out. That's what that's what Gamers Nexus was talking about. Supply shortages. They had to go with some cheaper pro- cheaper caps, cheaper MOSFETs, still meet whatever. The, the demand. Yeah. And they apparently and these things are the these things are frying people's video cards. I mean because yeah. Newegg was bundling well, it with a with a GPU. You had to buy the power supply ooh, and the GPU that, together. That hurts Newegg, too. Because oh, Newegg doesn't they're going to have to deal with all those returns. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, but in no, returns. Newegg's solution of- is, sure, you can return the power supply, but you also have to return the video card because you bought them together in a combined bundle. People oh, are like, oh, so they're, they're no. getting their video card yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. So it's not, it's not mm, good. Kind of- Sorry, I don't mean to sidetrack you, but it was a good watch. No, no. It, well, yeah. So, so there was 112 gigabytes of confidential information stolen whoops and then there was a ransom notice put on there and i just want to read this ransom notice really quick because uh i I was i usually try to read these things to figure out what the origin is of nationality you know because this is what they're doing especially like the fbi comes and looks at this they they try to figure out from the wording you know what country is this coming from things like that so i'm going to read this to you uh and maybe give me an idea what you think so we will speak uh with the company official representative only you must have the right to act on behalf of this company. In any other case, the ransom amount will be raised. If you don't understand what is going on, don't contact us. Read this message twice. Don't contact us via these emails. And I'm assuming they're ones that they sent the notice with maybe. Yeah. Um, you, you only waste our time and money of your company. You need to understand that this information is authorized persons only. All these measures are essential for the full deal confidentiality of our deal. You can reach this page by direct link only. Uh, if we sp- now speak with the right person, please read this information with maximum attention. It will be useful if you contact a reliable person from the IT department. Thanks to it, we will avoid any misunderstandings. All your data was encrypted with the most reliable algorithms. Please do not try to modify or rename any of the encrypted files. This action will result in a serious file system damage. Pr- kindly provide us with your email and upload any encrypted file. You have an, only one attempt to upload file. It must be done only by the authorized person. Any other person will bring serious problems to your company. So that's their statement. Okay. It seemed, but it, it was seemed only like hundred. Well, but it was only hundred and twelve gigabytes. gigabytes. I would I would presume uh, that gigabyte has got ter- gigabytes been in business for what twenty plus well, years. Well, but but what this data re- relates to is confidential information which most of it, or a lot of it belongs to like Intel, AMD, and AMI. So it's data they've sent for producing these boards. Probably that's mm. not supposed to be released. So it doesn't yeah. just affect Gigabyte. This is falling back on these other companies as well, hmm. which may make them, bring them a little extra pressure when it comes to whether or not they pay this because they're dealing with well, apparently they their did. vendor's information. I mean, according to the article, it says, according to a gigabyte representative, the situation has since been resolved. All effective systems are now operating normally thanks to cooperation between gigabyte and the technical experts from a number of external security companies. So so they probably decrypted it or restored from backup somehow. But that data is still out there, which is the real thing that they're, I mean, it, things are decrypted. I think now this is going to change this from a ransoming your data to them releasing the data uh, for a fee you know i think the ransom is going to change because there'd be no reason for them just to say oh you got us you know okay you don't need us to, to pay us to unlock your data but you know yeah. what they still have a lot of stuff that they probably don't want released to public yeah. you know and they're probably gonna, they're probably trying to figure out how much that is uh you know and, and this here they do mention in this document uh you know they may still be planning to release them to, to the public and, but i haven't heard anything yet so 
we will see. So it's kind of an interesting piece of news. Um, be interested to see if they ever do release it, what kind of stuff is in there. You know, it might be specs of chips. I mean, it it's, might be, you know, things that, or it could probably, be just. It's probably engineering yeah, docs. It's probably CAD drawings and things information. Like yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's something useful in there, but the, uh, okay. A hundred, for example, you know, they produce products, meaning that they have to, mm-hmm. they, they use CAD to, to design those and draw those. If you've ever dealt yeah. with CAD files, it doesn't matter how small the project is. They're large files. 112 yeah. gigabytes just does not seem like. I mean, I guess if it's and all this may text be why they're not really gigabytes is a yeah. lot, but I would assume it's got to be renderings, drawings, high resolution CAD files. It, it just if you had said 100 terabytes of data. I'd be like, holy shit, that's yeah. every document that Gigabyte's ever In produced. a company that size, yeah. But I mean, I've got flash drives that are bigger than 112 gigabytes. Yeah. Well, so it, it really depends. I I, one thing they didn't really mention is, is this, was this a targeted attack? Like, did they get to the place and pull exactly what they wanted? Or, it, or was it a drive-by? This you must know, have been all they, they had got, access to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it, what I mean by targeted, did they actually reach what they wanted? Or did they just no. get what they could? And, and if they, they got what they could, 112 gigabytes could be almost nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's that may be why they're just like, it's been resolved. We're not worried about it. You know, it's yeah. got docs that they send to every single hardware manufacturer out there, you know, that are probably on somebody's computer at home on a, on a USB drive. Yeah. I, <laughs> you I know, somewhere. It's, it's just such a small amount of data retrospectively. I just can't imagine it's anything massive. But yeah, gigabytes, gigabyte is going to be, they're in some serious trouble right now. I, I put the video in the oh, show yeah. notes. Um, it's called Exploding Power Supplies highly recommend you watch it's almost a 30 minute video very very good watch from the folks over at gamers nexus and that's something that you don't I would want not to buy a gigabyte I mean, product. The po- yeah the part the power supply is the thing that is all those expensive parts it's plugging right into those so <laughs> that's it that's actually one piece it fried everything it fried a brand together. new 3090 in their testing that's crazy that a that, gigabyte 3090 by the way that's bad <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. well. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, half of it was was the was the card. Half of it was the power. Supply. Exactly. So yeah, good watch. We would recommend it. But yeah, that I mean, eventually, I, I've talked to I've had a couple of experts on my uh, political radio show talking about stuff like this, and I just I, I with all of this, I don't know how stuff like this is even possible anymore. I mean, I don't know yeah. how companies have not locked down their systems to such an extreme where this stuff can happen. Yeah, and I know IT I mean, is complicated. It, I worked in IT, but uh, the fact that this is, I mean, it seems like every single week we're talking about, we're in a very small group of things that we deal with. Video games. Yeah. This stuff is happening on a weekly basis. Imagine well, and even in every other industry what's going on. Well, and, and even if they could go through and put things that are checking, you know, uh, is something touching our files, first of all? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there, like mine. It doesn't allow you to encrypt. I have an application on here that does not allow you to encrypt my hard drive. You know, it it wasn't that, that expensive. Steve Gibson software. I think I have that too. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. It's a different one. Uh, uh, it's like Foolish IT is, is oh, the guy who made okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I have that same software then. Yeah. You can put. Yeah. It, yeah. You, so I put yeah. that on there. I've never had an issue. Changes. Nothing's like the, ever. Uh, what does it change? It changes like the manifest file or something in your boot bios or yeah. it, it does something well and and it goes through like your your various um policies and things in windows GPO, and just kind of lock yeah. down the ability to go and, and do what they do when they lock down your system and encrypt it yeah. uh, why are these big companies not implementing things like that a guy some random it guy makes an application that locks it down and you're telling me a huge company you know in the industry a fortune 500 style company isn't doing similar things because I don't know, I just that's one thing I understand. But I understand how large companies sometimes are very slow to change. Oh yeah, but that this this whole ransomware thing has been out for a while. This isn't yeah, this is new. Not new. Uh, this has been going on for years, and I feel like we're kind of on the tail end of it. But all those protections should be in place. I would so. hope so. Um, yeah, well, Brian, it's not often we get to do this on the show. We get to talk about a game that is leaving development. We always yeah, are talking like, now. Normally, when we talk about games leaving development, it's because the project has been canceled and the game is no longer yes. existing. But in this case, we're talking about KSP Kerbal Space Program. It is finally released its latest biggest patch, Kerbal Space Program One Point Twelve Point Two. Ten year patch. <laughs> ten years of patching. 
and they have said with this um, that all hands that work at KSP are now working on Kerbal Space Program 2, which I think they showed at some convention or they announced something. We, we saw year? that video. No, we saw that oh, yeah, video. We saw Do you remember? PAX. Yeah, PAX. We, we saw it at PAX. So the last PAX we went into, we yeah, worked it out. We were that. able to go see the video. I got um, the flag and, hanging you know, somewhere in my house. I don't remember where. Yeah, there's bedroom. a flag they gave us. <laughs> yeah, it's in my bedroom, I think. It's probably, it's, it's probably back there. Um, yeah. So yeah, they gave us a flag. I When I first saw this article, I thought first, I sat a little bit of like a kind of sinking heart, my you know, sinking heart feeling. Because I thought they were talking about they're shutting down development on Kerbal Space Program 2. Because mm-hmm. the way it had read, you know, when you're reading the titles and some of the things, you know, Kerbal Space Program development is over. Because it didn't say it at first oh. after a decade. Oh, you're saying PC Gamer like in the one the, that I, uh, article where Misleading the, title? Uh, misleading title. No, yeah. The, saying, so, so once you click the article, it says after a decade. But before you click it, it says Kerbal Pro- Space Program development is over. You know, which made me think they're canceling it. Where they have run into a problem, they figured you know they lost, they stopped developing, and then I got in there and said, okay, they're stopping to continue this one. So that this is good. I mean, this right here, there, if there's still a big bug that comes out or something they need to patch, there will be small patches. Bugs, you know, that's Windows what makes it great. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they're not going to patch everything because if your rocket doesn't fly in circles like crazy while you're going up in the you're moon, not having a good uh, you know, it's not <laughs> you're not doing it right. Um, exactly. But this so. So they're considering that one close, you know, uh, stable. So they're nice. releasing that, and and, uh, and that's good uh, because this doesn't happen very much anymore. And it's nice to know that a game can actually get released uh, and be considered normal. Everything seems to be alpha nowadays. Yes. Very All right. Nice now we had talked a minute ago about uh, hardware shortages. Yeah. And uh, this is affecting another company called Thrustmaster. Now oh. Thrustmaster. Now when you hear about like. Uh, we talk about space games and flying and all that. Uh, space, some space, they make some, or, or even like uh, you know, just general flying games, maybe Spike Simulator. These c- controllers that they have, the the yokes and all that, are amazing. They're like top of the line. Some of them are nine hundred dollars, uh, top of the line. You know, there's some really nice ones on here that really emulate. Sucks. This looks like a mid two thousands website. I mean, seriously. Well, it's because they're this throwing graphics everywhere. I know. I mean, this looks this 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 is this this looks terrible. Graphics stepped up on top of graphics. Oh my god! I mean, good. This is arguably one of the worst websites I've seen in modern day. Sorry to sidetrack you, but this is yeah. This literally look. I mean, look at this thing. This is like a mid two thousands. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't like how they did the top thing. I mean, oh. you, okay, so hide the top thing really quick. Maybe it'll make it look more normal. See how they have like that little graphic up top. It still looks like it, shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> this is a terrible hmm. website. They got images. They need missing. to make this thing full. Wide. Well, oh, look at look at I, what I like is the image cut off. Like, yeah. there's no fade. <laughs> it yeah. just the bottom of the image is the oh, top of the page. Oh my god! And look at this. They're not all this the right same t- width. Oh, this is yeah. a this is an atrocious website. They must have spent. A I like how they did the fade to the sides and oh. you know, the Photoshop. They did the nice fade there. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyways, um, so, so they put out a notice that. Uh, they're going to be raising the prices on their products. And it has to do with the hardware shortage. So uh, they, they did a tweet kind of talking about this. Um, and they said, this is to inform you that the price increase will be applied starting this summer and in September with respect to many of our products. We regret that to make this announcement, uh, you know, and they talk about this worldwide supply shortage that they're running into. Um, they said it's not expected to return to normal before 2022. So, uh, if you're interested in getting a Thrustmaster product, you might want to get it now because um, I'm not sure exactly how much the prices are going to go up, but they are going to be raising those prices to kind of match what their manufacturer costs are. So, well, I will say this: if you are a, if you have some Thrustmaster stuff and you don't use it anymore, you might want to wait till these prices go up and try to offload some of that. Sell it on so eBay or something. Pretty, yeah. Probably make a pretty penny on it. So. Might just be yeah. an idea for for that. Lance, I mean, I'm not saying go, I'm not I'm not saying go out I don't there know if Lance has used that one that he purchased. I'm yet, not saying go so out there and screw people and charge a thousand dollars for something that's worth four hundred, but you might be able to get sell a good condition Thrustmaster for what you paid for it. Which if you get your yeah, money back, make some money back using that's that's great. You literally rented yep. it for nothing for however long, so might be a good idea. Yeah, uh, so that's going to be happening. Just kind of keep your eyes open. All right, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, we got about ten so, minutes. So. I want to talk yeah, about so, 
Yeah, I'm talking about PUBG real quick uh, because they're okay. doing something that's going on right now. Um, PUBG is free to play until August 17th. Because remember, we video. talked about that rumor that it might be going free to play. And I think this Forever. is the, what they were talking about. They they thought it was going to go permanent, but it looks like they're just doing you know, like a week or whatever of free to play. like me last weekend <laughs> on, the, on the balcony well yeah with the with the uh no with the uh the, the hawaiian shirt on that's kind of that's kind of my oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's literally what i wear now <laughs> uh full, full on, it's your going new on here. yeah i mean it is it's, the be- it's called the beach fit uh so free to play august 10th uh today through the 16th at eleven fifty nine. that new zombie mode yep. looks interesting i might have to go ahead and re-download PUBG and try that out i mean it's kind of our kind yeah of shtick, so so Yep. Um, well, here, let's play because they're doing their 13.1 patch. Let's go ahead because they, they kind of hinted at a few things there. You saw the zombie mode, uh, but let's go and do this because they're showing there's actually some other things I think you're going to find really interesting that really affect the gameplay that they've added in this version that weren't anywhere in that video. So All right. uh, let's go and watch it. Let's take a look. Updates to Sanak and our newest battleground, Tago. A weapon balance pass, a new progressive weapon, and a new way to leave your mark on the battlegrounds. All this and more as we crash land into the update 13.1 patch report. First up, Tago is receiving a number of updates, starting with a new way to drop in. Occasionally, while flying over Tago, the transport plane will experience an engine failure, forcing it to make an emergency landing. This will give players significantly less time and altitude from which to jump, and aims to provide a more tense early game. If you stay inside the plane until the end, you'll take 50% damage and be forced out. But hey, any landing you walk away from is a good landing, right? Just remember, when the engine's on fire, everyone's dropping hot. You'll also find new care packages on Tago that drop much more frequently than regular ones. These will drop in addition to normal care packages and contain ammunition, healing supplies, throwables, and more. We've also increased the spawn rate of the new self-AED item, added the emergency pickup, C4, and spike trap to Tago, and slightly lowered the spawn rate of some throwables and attachments. The self-AED can now also be found in Tago's secret room, which will require you to find a key, much like the one on Paramo. Seek it out for valuable weapons and equipment. Sanak has also received a couple updates this patch, including some new small cliffs and rocks for additional cover on the beach of the Northwest Island. We also relocated the temple near Camp Alpha, and added some more cover along the pathways here. In addition to these spawn and map changes, we've completed another weapon balance pass. Most notably, bolt-action snipers have received a few significant buffs, while DMRs will be a bit more difficult to use at long range. There's a lot to go over here, so check out the patch notes for all the adjustments to your favorite weapons. Speaking of DMRs, the next progressive weapon, the Buzzkill DMR, has been added to the game and can be acquired from its new contraband crate. The skin can be upgraded to level 10 for a more and more unique appearance, so try your luck with the crate and get upgraded. Other features in 13.1 include a new spray system to leave your mark on the battlegrounds, some UI improvements to the match results screen both in-game and in the lobby, kill message improvements, and more. Ranked Season 13 is also beginning with this patch, so get to work early and start earning your cosmetic and honor rewards for next season. Update 13.1 is here, so grab your buzzkill, seek out that new secret room, and be ready if the plane decides to drop it like it's hot. We'll see you on the battlegrounds. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, cool. that was kind of interesting. I'm surprised that you haven't seen that happen before. And it's kind of like it instantly changes the game mode on well, launch. You don't know it till you start. Yeah. I mean, you know, normally in a game like that, you, uh, you know, pick your landing spot. So you and your group like, all right, we're going to mm-hmm. land over here. And then you're halfway there and all hell breaks. So that's kind of an interesting start. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, happen I like, all the I like, time, but it could be you well, know, no, it's I mean, it's random. 25% of the matches, you know, one in four that have it i don't think that's a you know that's a crazy high amount and it would yeah yeah and i I think it creates kind of a unique because most people are going to be then landing on one side of the map because they don't want to take damage you know on on before landing because if you wait the full amount of time it's fit what you say 50 percent damage i think you said yeah um you know that can really make a difference when you're sitting there trying to find a gun and you have people you know swinging things at you and trying to hit you 
uh, or shooting at you. So uh, I think personally, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing that happen. If this is one of the first things I think that PUBG has done like this that's really unique in yeah. this industry. It seems like a lot of times they, they'll bring in ideas from other places. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that another one hasn't done this yet, you know, and made it to where, all right, we have our normal loads and then randomly we're going to have something change and make them do something different. Because I think that makes it a lot more fun experience when everything isn't as predictable. Exactly. Um, and so that's, uh, that's and they didn't really show, you know, they, they did hint at, at the zombies mode, but that's another one. We will see uh, how much it really takes off. Uh, if it'll start bringing people back to play PUBG again. And mm -hmm. now they did, I don't know if you noticed, they changed the name. They did. Because normally it's PUBG. Now it's PUBG's PUBG colon Battlegrounds. So it's Pu Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. It's an ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. An automatic teller machine so. machine. <laughs> yes, yes, machine machine. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just, it's, I, I thought it was kind of funny. It's like, okay, well, that's in the name, but hey, they, they're trying to get away from Player Unknown. They just want... PUBG to be like the term yeah. and then battlegrounds. I think, I think they're trying to make it so you don't spell it out because you feel kind of stupid saying playing nuns, battlegrounds, battlegrounds. Firebomb says I used to stay in the plane until it kicked me out to be in the game longer. <laughs> I guess that's not a thing anyway. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Hmm. So yeah, interesting. Uh, all right. Uh, how about, we, okay, let's talk about Rust for a minute because something sure. really cool happened this week. And remember we were talking about, uh, well, They've talked about, especially Shadowfax, talking about videos of them possibly making the water more useful in Rust. Yep. Uh, you know, you just kind of hear hints of that. Well, finally, Rust is uh, is making it to where there's more to do in the water. Uh, there's an official video that goes specifically on this, and there's also a Shadowfax video that goes more uh, in depth with it. Yeah, we'll do the official video All just right. for time constraints. Do the video, the, the yeah. one's like nine. I think I think it shows a little bit better. It shows really good content in it, so yeah. I think uh, this will give give people a really good idea of what to expect. For those uh, that are listening, they've added sharks and they've added spear guns and now they're showing a submarine, which actually, I think that looks pretty cool. Personally. It looks really dope. Oh, oh, and you can shoot torpedoes from them. Sean Connery. Other things. Red October. Oh, it's coming right for us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you can have wars in the water. Oh, great. Underwater labs. So these are monuments. So monuments are the things that, that you go and loot things from. Hide and hold out is They're fully procedurally. H2O is uh, huh? H2O. H2O, hide oh, and hold out yeah, is Yeah, I know. kind of the end of it. <laughs> yeah, this is their... They lost... They missed their window. Oh, that's cool. You go underneath and you go up into... I like... This is pretty cool. This looks pretty dope. I'm going to be honest. I know. If I didn't have to get killed by some asshole with a spear every time I spawned in with me and my plane clothes, I would, I would love to play this. <laughs> There you go. Well, that's it wasn't that pretty cool. crazy. That's why I wanted to show it because I, I was like, yeah. that was uh, very different from anything they've done before. You know, they have caves, mm -hmm. but not quite the same. Yeah. Um, you know, they've done a little bit of stuff. They've made the waves better. You know, they've done some water, made it so you can ride watercraft better. Uh, but this is a huge upgrade because imagine all the things they can do. First of all, you can't just get there when you first start playing the game because you have to get enough gear and, you know, you get to get a submersible something to be able to go underwater. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's a late game thing. They can put late game loot in there and some low level guy can't run in and grab it and run and all of a sudden have something that, you know, he didn't really work for. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's, I think this is a really cool way for them because caves aren't really that because anybody can get into a cave. There's yeah. not really an area that someone can get in, can't get into. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a level lock. They don't have that. I think this is kind of a level lock. You know, of course you could have, you could join somebody and go down there, but by yourself, uh, even on a single player game or whatever, it would take you a while to get in there and get to the point where you can get to those. So I, I, I like that kind of a stretch out of the game. I might spin up a game and spawn it in and go play around. Yeah, just put, try it put, out. Put God mode on how, and plink around yeah, in it. Yeah, you know, that's just pretty neat. So, all right, cool. Let's see what kind of loot's down there. So yeah. it, it, they they are constantly upgrading. I wonder what point you know they're actually going to stop Velmen and Rust because um, I feel like they're getting close to what they expect it to be. It's. I mean, they may continue, see, but unlike on things. Unlike Kerbal, where the scope of the game is relatively limited, Rust is a... Ne- this is the problem with a game like Rust or Ark. It's a never-ending... There's always a new thing that you can do. Kerbal, it's... Again, obviously, there's a million things you can do in Kerbal. But at a certain point, yeah. it's it, the game is pretty well-defined within a box. You're building some yeah. sort of plane or ship or something to, get, to, to try to get to outer space. It's relatively limited in that. Rust is a totally blank canvas. It never can stop. Yeah. They've added this. Yeah. What well, doesn't stop them from doing some... They have helicopters and stuff. What about building planes? What about going yeah. to the moon? I mean, what about I, literally what space? I mean, that stuff is all possible in a game like Rust. It never well, that's ends. one thing. Because remember, I made the prediction that I thought... Ru- was it Rust was going to I think so. have something on the moon? In the moon. And yeah, that or, makes... That's the next, That's probably the next progression. I mean, I don't... Yeah. He makes that joke. The Shadowfrax video that we didn't play. He makes that joke. What's next? Sure the moon? Yeah. Uh, he yeah, may probably. know something that we don't know. Because I don't see why they wouldn't like expand. It's just from some of the things they've been doing. They're going to have to eventually expand. This is a game that goes on forever until people stop playing. Yeah. And then then development stops once there's not a big enough player base, but there still is, so they're good to go. Because you could make you could make a game mode where you're on the moon, you know, you have to you build these kind of bases, you have to you have enough oxygen to get, you know, various places and you're still doing all this stuff. Like it's still an astronaut in what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of, it's kinda of like another it's it's extension. It, it also has the game Astroneer in it. And yeah, I can see got- them doing that subnautica and astroneer both in rust <laughs> yeah i just i feel like that's what he's doing i feel like he's yeah. picking kind of the cool games and the genres and he's like all right let's implement that we're doing the water now let's do this let's do that they're getting more flying and boats and vehicles and animals they redid all the graphics recently for all the animals i mean they're really doing a lot but i just don't hear like okay we're almost we're we're here's our goal we've met you know and we're we're ticking them off i just don't hear they're just like oh here's a new thing yeah, have this. Here's a new thing. Have this. There's just a very different mentality from most development studios that we've, we cover. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Brian, it's at an hour. That is our time of the yes. uh, week again. Where can people find you online? Very good. All right. If you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab and Parler, uh, if you want to go check out my blog, you can get that at biteoftech.com. Uh, of course, the best way to get us infectionpodcast.com and join us on our discord server. If you look at the upper right there, you can click the link and it'll, join free the app is good for the mobile devices your desktop app and they even have a web-based app no charge uh and if you do that just submit to the news channel a link of uh, of something you think we should cover and we review those before every show uh, our steam group i don't know if they're going to be if notifications will work eventually i did one 45 minutes today earlier uh and i didn't get a notice um but we also have our podcast extras if you want to get a kind of an example of what our pre and post shows look like we have some of those on there um, and we also have the video forms of the podcast, Twitch, BitChute, DLive, YouTube. Those are all ways that you can watch during the show and some of those you can watch after the fact. Uh, if you want to listen, just go to the lower right hand side, whatever device platform you use. We've got a lot of different ways to listen. Uh, if you happen to be listening, just make sure you click on the particular episode and follow along uh, with the various articles, links for videos, things like that. So if you're interested and you're listening, just click on the particular topic that we're, uh, we're discussing at the time, and you can follow along. We even have an audio and a video player in there. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Uh, we have Subscribestar, we have Prime Gaming, we have Amazon, uh, Humble Bundle, a lot of different ways uh, that you can support us. And uh, we try to do as many ways as possible that don't cost you any out-of-pocket out of money if possible. So we appreciate, we've had people, what, 42 weeks, I think, or months, I 42 said. 42 months, yeah. Uh, 
42 months of, of subscribing to us uh, through Amazon, and that's pretty incredible. So thank you very much. Well, I want to thank our friend UGX5, and it's Jonesy for hitting us up with the resubscriptions here during the show. Gentlemen, appreciate it as always. Thank you for the support. Brian, thank you as always for getting everything together yeah. on the uh, show notes side and prep. Appreciate that as always. And uh, to everybody, sure. all of our uh, listeners, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. By the way, I'll tease this. Yes. Got reached out to by a developer today. We're uh, oh, yeah. have a, a developer <laughs> interview for a new survival game coming up probably in the next uh, two weeks or so. So stay tuned for that. We'll uh, leave you okay. on that little bit of Very a cliffhanger. Good. Look at that. Look at that. that's that's what a professional does, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and I even I even watched oh, yes. the, sorry I even watched their preview video and it, there as far as their trailer video as did I uh, and looks looks pretty good yeah so, so hopefully I'm we'll talk about the game next week we might or might not have the developer interview the week or the week after that so we'll uh, stay tuned for that cool stuff coming up on the uh, program alrighty folks well that's gonna do it Brian gave you all of our uh, information my name is Nick Craig you can follow me on various social media platforms just search Nick Craig you'll find me. You can listen to my political rantings each and every weekday morning on Wilmington's Morning News, 6 to 9 a.m. And, of course, if you missed any portion of this show, you can visit our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Show notes, videos, links, all of that fun stuff is on there. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.